The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The first thing that I want to say is that I need a neck lift and I'm going public with it. <laughs> I didn't think this is what you were going to do. I'm going public with it because I want to hold myself accountable. <laughs> You're so and I want stupid. people to come up to me and be like, oh, when you get in that neck lift and I'm yes. gonna, I want to be shamed into doing it. Because Our new Britney watch is now Dominic's neck watch. <laughs> We're going to be getting Gobble a weekly watch. update <laughs> on, <laughs> That's it. on Dominic's waddle. <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, he does not have. I, no, I he, do. I do. You, I, I can't wait to see people now that I've lost a little bit of weight. They're going to be up in there. Like, Chris is, Chris is wrong. You, you have several necks. <laughs> it's like I used to have five chins. Now I have two necks. Do you remember it? Do you remember in Austin Powers whenever Fat Bastard went on the subway diet and then he was like, <laughs> now my neck looks like a Tom vagina. <laughs> ah, well, that is the first thing I need a neck lift. Secondly, you don't. I, 
I went to Bloomingdale's the other day. Okay, I haven't been to Bloomingdale's. I've been to was, a department store in quite some time. Was this before or after you screamed at your television for forty-five straight minutes, making that real that made me fall off my chair? Oh my god, the Thanksgiving <laughs> Day parade. I do want to talk about. I, I will talk about my real, but I want to talk about the actual parade and the way it's produced and it's like it's tight. It's good. It's like a good three hours of television that moves, but we'll get there in a minute. Yeah, because it um, literally, it literally moves. Literally, that, that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's a parade. Yeah, it's it moves. a parade. <laughs> I, that took me a second. I'm a fucking loser. Okay, continue. <laughs> I went to Bloomingdale's because I was looking for an outfit to wear at my holiday show. I was successful. It is literally, it is literally, it looks like Liza Minnelli dressed as Kris Jenner. That's that's all okay. I can say. Love that. Okay. Maybe Kris Jenner dressed as Liza Minnelli. It's, it's, it's a blazer. It's a sequined blazer. And it was in the wrong spot in Bloomingdale's and I saw it and I snagged it and I, I, it was like the Lord wanted me to have this garment. That's okay. what I'm going to say. You say sequined blazer as if you don't already own a sequined blazer. <laughs> like you presented <laughs> that as if it was something I wasn't expecting you to be wearing. I meant another sequined blazer. Yeah. Second of all, if you need a real opinion about your neck and if it needs lifted or not, you should have been asking around at Bloomingdale's because I feel like the people working at Bloomingdale's would have been like, if you would have said, do you think I need a neck lift? They would have been just like, yes or no. Like they would have shot it to you straight. But listen, these people at Bloomingdale's, they, it is real. It's like from a movie where they look at you and they're like, what size jacket are you? And I was like, I'm a 44 regular. He goes, no, no, no. You're a 42 short. I was like, well, then why did you ask me? He goes, I wanted to see if you, he said, I wanted to see if you were right. I was yeah, like, if you knew and I was job. wrong. He goes, yes, I've been doing this for 30 years. You're a 42 short. Well, are you a 42 short? Yes. <laughs> I got him. He did it. He was really good. Anyway, I wasn't even telling the story because of the blazer. I was telling the story because I bought some other items there, which included new gloves. It was my sort of like my seasonal glove buy. And then I'll find the other 11 pairs I have at okay. home. So I bought a pair of gloves and the kid at the counter was very tall, very cute. And I'm going to assume from Poland, from the accent. And I handed him my garments and he looked at me and said, Today, my first day. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> oh, so sweet. Nice and though. you're so cute. And then I got home and he didn't take the fucking burglar badge off no. of the goddamn gloves and they're attached. Now I got to go all the way back to the east side where I do not live. And I'm furious at Bloomingdale's, the nation of Poland, and really Mother <laughs> Nature for making it so bitterly cold here during the winter. I, I, do, I wish I didn't need gloves. That's, that's there's story. nothing worse. There's nothing worse than you get home and you're like, fuck, this has the thing on it. Now, I understand you texted me a few days ago. We didn't talk about this in the days since then, but you said that you have a bombshell for me that you would only tell while we were recording. Oh my God, Dominic, I forgot about oh, this. We should have led with this. So okay. Hassan and I are in Sag Harbor, New York. You know mm -hmm. it well. Yes. Visiting our friend Laura and our friend Pat, who were out there for Thanksgiving. Okay. We're sitting at a little Mexican restaurant. We're having margaritas. We're like, you know, we're having guacamole and chips and salsa. We're having the best time. Ta table side guac? Yes. 
Oh God, grabbing them. I'm there. I'm in here. The best time. The best. And a heap, a heaping pile of guac. By the way, you know, whenever you get it, and you're like, do you want a small, medium, large? And you're like, medium. And it's like truly, not even one cup of of like one measuring cup of guacamole. This was a heaping pile of guacamole. It was great. We're sitting there, and obviously, my friend Laura is joking about the uh, our Long Island Ice Tree candles, which one Ooh. of which I am burning right now. Oh, I can um, smell they it are from here. So amazing, and you should be all buying them at the link in our bio or at Wax Cabin Candle Company. Um, so she's like, "Oh my god, I want to buy my candles. I need to do this. I need to, you know." She's like talking, asking me about how the candles are. How did they go? Did you do you like them? And then she's like, we should get some, we should order Long Island iced teas. Like, ha ha. Stop. And I'm like, it's 11 a.m. in the morning. I haven't eaten anything yet today. I can't, like, I'm already having a margarita <laughs> and I'm not. like getting fucked up off the margarita. I can't <laughs> have a Long Island iced tea. The mate, like the, I almost said mater Dean. We were at a taqueria. He wasn't the mater He was the host. <laughs> <laughs> the host slash like, I think the owner of the restaurant comes over and looks me right in my eyes and says you know they're illegal now and i said excuse me and he goes long island iced teas are now illegal i didn't i was too stunned to ask him in new york state in the town of sag harbor like where are they illegal but Somewhere they have outlawed Long Island iced teas on Long Island because they have too much alcohol in them. That must be a town ordinance because we've had Long Island iced teas in New York City. Well, maybe that was that was months ago. No, there's no way that this would have been the lead story everywhere. BBC, the New York Times. This would have been a lead story everywhere. So with a quick Google search, it, we have no facts to back up the fact that the, this bartender slash mater date said this to me. However, I have to believe him. You think that why, this would he, random... why would he say that? Why would he say this to me if it wasn't true? Because he are you, maybe he was fucking with you because he thought you were drunk. No, no. Regardless, I was told that Long Island iced teas are illegal. Is so, is it possible you dreamed of this because you were already no, intoxicated no, from the margarita you had at eleven no, in the morning? No, no. I okay. So here's what we need to do. Because of this, what I think should happen is everyone listening to this podcast should go out to the bar that they're going to tonight and order a Long Island iced tea and see what happens. And then I think every single person should report back to us, and then we'll find out if Long Island iced teas are illegal or not. The list of things I would do before ordering and then drinking a Long Island iced tea, that list of things includes Nothing, crimes. because you've done it with me before. It, well, you forced me to drink a shot at your birthday party. <laughs> you're, now you're silently laughing. <laughs> I didn't order it. You little pushed me down on a bed. I did literally put my mouth open and put a funnel in it and put that shot inside. Like a cartoon. (laughs) Speaking of cartoons, let's talk about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I find this program to be highly entertaining. I have to say, I know it's just a parade, but they pace it out. Okay. It's not just a parade. It's the parade. The parade of parades, obviously, but it doesn't, you know, it's just not boring. Like the way they, they're producing it, like these musical numbers, 
are, they don't go on long at all. We're getting a little taste of everything we're supposed to be getting a taste of. It, it is, it is in many ways better than actually being there. They did, however, let this year's star of the parade, one Sherilyn Sarkeesian Lapierre Bono <laughs> Allman, so uh, also known as Cher, uh, she sang her entire song of her hit single, DJ Play a Christmas Song, which then catapulted that album to number two on iTunes and the song to number four. And she is a 77-year-old pop star. So that's worth noting. Also, this year, not a coincidence, was the highest rated Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade since they started recording viewership. And I have not heard... Oh, is that true? Yes, it is. And I have not heard a single entertainment outlet who tells us that fact. I have not heard them credit or even mention that it ended with Cher, which to me is the obvious reason because there are many people of many generations who love her. She's one of 10. She's like one of the 10 living stars who like you just how do you hate her really well, she has like, one she's name. Well, just, first of all just the first name yeah period and dolly's all, in there too we're I gonna mean, talk about her stunts in a minute she's too famous to do the thanksgiving day parade so the fact that she did it that's pretty like they don't usually get that caliber not, of not that caliber no but nbc is like all in on share this year like she was on jimmy fallon she's performing at the uh the tree lighting in uh rockefeller center uh, which she pre-taped last week, but she's like all over and she's releasing it. It's because of the Christmas album. She just sort of like crawls out every six or seven years. She's like, I'm doing this thing and I'm going to beat it to death. And then she leaves for like a couple of years. But I'm on speaking- the same day, on the same day that 77 year old Cher made history with the highest rated parade ever. Also 77 year old Dolly Parton appeared at a football game dressed as a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader and shut the internet off on Thanksgiving because it was miraculous. I mean, just, I mean, I'm going to use the word tasteful, even though there's not really anything tasteful about the actual Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, (laughs) but Dolly dressing up as one with the body stocking and all this shit. She is in She's a star. She's just I mean, she's a I mean, she always had them titties out. She's always had her yams out. Like she's not people were apparently surprised and upset. I don't know why. Well, surprised because she always has the she always has her tits out, but you don't think of her as like a midriff or short shorts True. kind of gal, you know, and all of a sudden she rolls up in that, and you're like, Whoa, sister. Whoa. I think she Teach looks great. The ch- she looked fucking amazing. Amazing. I mean, she has like quadruple spanks on, and it's very apparent. Oh, there are dwarves hiding in her wig, pulling all of her skin back in a knot. There's absolutely no doubt about that. There are no, I can't say dwarf elves. There are elves, is what I meant. That is what it is. Christmas. I, I, there's yeah, there's so m- more work than the Brooklyn Bridge, but who gives a shit? She looks fucking great. Absolutely great. In fact. Most people who who do a midriff, I wish that they were wearing the body stocking that Dolly Parton was because it worked. Look, a muffin top is a muffin top. I have one. I have a few, actually, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I don't walk around in a, mid, in a midriff. You know what I mean? So 
I'm not trying to body shame, but if you're going to midriff, you want to be like that 77 year old lady. You you want it, it. That's what it's supposed to look like. God bless Dolly Parton. Dolly is God. Dolly speaking, blessed us. Speaking of God, are you aware <laughs> that what? Cher's Christmas CD comes with a magazine? <laughs> First of all, what is a magazine? <laughs> Second of all, is that true? Yeah. Did you not know this? I, I didn't know this. God damn it. I didn't oh. know this. So many people have sent it to me and been like, you need to buy this for Dominic for Christmas. Oh, you should. And now I, should. I bought I mean, hard I'm, copies, but I, they're at my I am going to buy it for you, but I was... Like, there's no way I can surprise him with this, so I just need him to react to it on the podcast. But now that you didn't even know about it, I'm very upset with myself. No, don't be. I'll pre- when I when you send it to me, I will pretend as though I haven't seen it. I mean, we will still both like completely black out and fall to the ground whenever we open it up and read it because I'm sure it's going to be absolutely nothing. But however, I really fucking bitch. Okay, I have to go buy it now. It comes. You can buy a, a Christmas magazine, and it's called like Share Magazine, and it comes with a CD. Every time I hear the song, I want to call you because I remember the first time you heard it, you were annoyed that there were no, I, I know, no I know you don't like a holiday song I, without I want to say bell. I feel like they might've heard you because in the album version, th- there are sleigh bells just in the first, legitimately the first five seconds of the song. And Shut then it's just, mouth. I swear to you, then it's just like auto-tune Mrs. Claus for Less than three minutes because, by the way, that album is thir- that album is thirteen songs and is only thirty nine minutes in length. It's crazy. She's like, I'm doing this for TikTok. faggots. Yeah, like she's <laughs> no. She's like, I'm doing this so it can be a TikTok sound. Like, I don't need to actually have this be a song on the radio. Like, I want someone to do like a slutty dance to like this song as I'm singing about DJ play a Christmas song. That's what P.S. That's what music is now. If you didn't know, that's what it is. I made the mistake of clicking on a link from the Daily Mail because they had done an article (laughs) about Cher gets slammed for lip syncing at Parade. And did you every every single artist who performs there is lip syncing? Every single artist did like 17 pops up pop ups come on at once. And like your computer, my computer crashed. I'm doing this on my phone. (laughs) It's the worst. And I always get sucked in the people that write the headlines at the daily mail. I know it's a piece of trash, but they fuck, they get me every time. What what we make in like two weeks on ads on this podcast, they're making in one nanosecond because there's 75,000 ads per page on their web. It is. It's insane. It's insane. Absolutely. I was doing Kristen Meinzer's podcast, which is just, we read daily mail articles and like, and like make fun of them. And I was like, okay, and then the, oh, sorry guys, I can't. I don't know what's happening because there's a humongous, no. uh, there's a humongous ad for Humera that's taken up my entire screen. When like, you, that is what the the fan on my laptop goes on every time I click yeah, on yeah. the Jelly <laughs> Same, honestly, it's true. Uh, speaking it's, of a fan and people who need, uh, God, what are they, I'm, you know what? Leave this in because it shows how terrible I am. I'm terrible. I'm. A, I'm not. I have funny. no idea where you're going with this. I was. I want to talk about Tiffany Haddish falling asleep um, while at a stoplight, which isn't in and of itself funny. But oh, I was trying God. to do a segment about, please, you know, someone who needs a fan. Like maybe if someone had fanned her, she would have woken up, <laughs> not been asleep. I don't know. At the, you know what? Well, I smoked a joint while drinking coffee before this, so I don't know. I don't know what lies ahead here. I don't. You, it's, that's always like. 
That's like an ambient in the Long Island iced tea for someone of my fragility. Illegal Long Island iced tea, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, our entire business model is built around the Long Island iced tea. So if it becomes outlawed, like we're in trouble. Like what I was, we'll go to jail. Yeah. I mean, Tiffany, I mean, are we surprised, Tiffany Haddish? Well, I was surprised. I didn't know that the same thing happened in Atlanta a few months ago. No. Yep. That's almost the same exact thing. And she's doing to her any moment. Yeah. She had fallen asleep behind oh, the wheel God. while she was like in the, in the, is uh, it dr- is she drink? Is she drinking during this or is she like narcoleptic and like is falling asleep at the wheel? I mean, that's a very interesting angle. I hope her defense attorneys are listening. Because like, I believe that's... that she just has a drinking problem. Oh, God. She performed but at like, the Laugh Factory okay. that, that night. To... And then no. they, they busted her at like four, four or five in the morning. But Get she had car been service. at the Laugh Factory. Oh, I know. There's no excuse Get for drunk Uber driving. It's easier than it ever has been before in, in its life. Like, why are you driving? There's no, there's not an excuse for it. There's not. Um, it's insane. Um, do you care about Hall taking a restraining order out against Oates? Because I, as a child of the eighties, am devastated by them. It's why, 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 why is am that I devastated? Happening? No, I know what you're devastated. Why is that happening? Like, why does and Hall why have now? a restraining order against why Oates? Now? Why well, now? What I heard was that when they were recording Maneater, Oates fingered Hall. You're such an idiot. I am. But, you know, the sexual assault deadline thing came up, and I feel like maybe Hall jumped in on that, and he's accusing Oates. That's why we have a restraining it's, order. It's also like, what are you fighting about now? Like, I get if you really get the height know. of your fame. Like, what today, right now, in the, like, what do you call it? The year of our share, 2023? Like, that's right. What are you, what are you fighting about now that you're getting a restraining order on each they other? They are 77 and 75. And oh. the most heartbreaking part about all of it is that Daryl Hall, he's been saying this for years, apparently, but he really wants to drive it home now with this current round of press, is that he and Oates are not friends like they share a unique brothership having been hall and oats but there is no real life hall and oats they are not best friends they were always just business partners and it makes it seem like he's not even that he's like we just played Did on a couple of songs together but i'm like i don't know that you yeah. understand that you're like, you're like the no, you're soundtrack like, for a generation of yeah people. truly like, what are you <laughs> talking about truly and you're not the Spice Girls. You're Hall and Oates. No offense. Also offense. Thank you. Because they weren't assembled, as far as I know. They were Hall and Oates. They were born. They, I thought they were Siamese. What's even happening here? Hall and Oates. No. Did you see the Banshees of Inishirin? I did. That's what this is. I feel like. Like one day <laughs> he woke up and was like, "We were not. Fr- I don't want to be your friend anymore." <laughs> and he was like. Don't ever talk to me again. Never speak to me again. And he's like, you're the only person that's in my life. <laughs> Michael DeRosa. That's the, f- I think that's the funniest thing you've ever said in my presence. No, it is not. <laughs> I think it's the funniest thing you've ever said. It is exactly that. It is exactly that. He's like, I'm Where not Brendan Gleeson, a.k.a. Daryl yeah. Hall. Right. It's just yeah. like, I've had enough. That's insane. The Banshees of I mean, Hall Oates. As far as I'm concerned, that's what happened. The Banshees of Hall and Oates. The Banshees of Hall and Oates. Now, uh, listeners, a couple of programming notes for you that we, unlike other podcasts, we, we there's no holiday break here. We have a very packed December and January, and we're counting on you all to 
not only listen to the podcast, but play it on speaker at your holiday tables. Um, because we're <laughs> sure that your elderly relatives will love we'll this love podcast. <laughs> Um, just a couple of things we have coming up, uh, in December, we will be by popular demand. And also in spite of us resisting initially, we are going to now have to fix Lizzo that is coming up, uh, shortly. We are also going to be doing a special episode of just Chris and I called the unfixables, which is going to be devoted to all the people that many of you beg for us to fix, but who we refuse to fix because they've done things like rape people, not just like say something inappropriate. So it's an hour of us justifying like, why can't you fix Kanye? Well, here are 5,000 reasons in one sentence and let's move on. So I'm actually looking forward to that episode very much. And then later on our last episode of the year, two days after Christmas will be the first annual fixies. Uh, this podcast gives awards. We don't know what they are yet, uh, because pop culture is always happening and we will, we will bring this to you on December 27th with special awards correspondent, of course, Rebecca Bregman joining us for that. And by the way, if you have ideas for awards for the Fixies, we'll do audience participation here. Yeah. Please and thank you. We'll probably have to do the week before that. We should do some polling on Instagram. We're going to do some polling. Oh, the, the polls are going to be out. And you know what? The Patreon polls are going to be out. And the fixies that are in the Patreon are definitely going to have some poll as far as who we're giving awards to, who we're not, et cetera. Did you say have some pull or have some poll? Some poll. P U L L. Poll. Okay. It sounded like you said they're going to have some poll. Like they're gonna, they like they're gonna have, have some bite. They're gonna have Dominic. some dick. They are gonna Maybe have some pull. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all I, gonna have I, some pull? It it is Wednesday after all. <laughs> um, and speaking of the Patreon, please visit the Patreon. We are very proud of all of our extra content. We're going to be having more extra content as the weeks go much, by. Our Patreon is more. new, and please also go to the Fixing Famous People Instagram page where you will find a link. To our holiday merch, the aforementioned Long Island Ice Tree candle set. It smells like your drunk aunt on Christmas Day. But this bitch you don't have to throw out. You just blow it out when you're done with it. That's it. Put it back on the shelf. And that's it. Oh, also, I don't know if I've mentioned I'm doing a holiday show. <laughs> I know you're all waiting for me to stop talking about it, but I have bad news. I've already booked the dates for next year, and I'm going to start talking about them on the January 3rd podcast. <laughs> I will be at Davenport's Piano Bar in Chicago this Friday. And then on Monday, I will be at Club Cafe in Boston, and I hope to see Every single one of you there. I want to cram all of you in there like a Japanese subway car. Come on down. I can't wait to see your outfit now, now that I know that what you're wearing. Yep. I mean, it does say gay apparel in the title. It sure does. <laughs> um, it's hard, well, I mean, You know, my, my holiday, my Christmas show ensembles are very much, I feel like how I would assume Heidi Klum feels on, on Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I getting? I, the thing I wore last year, I really, I pulled it out of Diana Ross's dumpster, basically. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, and I was, I stressed myself out this year. I'm like, it's not going to be that kind of gay. So I'm going to have to make it like Liza gay. 
which is, you know, like Liberace gay, little Peter Allen gay, little Charles Nelson Riley gay. I just lost half the listeners. They're like, if I have to Google these old people, I'm not listening anymore. Do you know who Charles Nelson Riley is? No. Oh, God, I'm going to kill us both. I swear to God. Let's well, get into I'm gonna, it. Guess what? In this episode, I, there's also someone else that I mix up. Listeners, so get, buckle up. <laughs> after this break, you are going to, you're not going to believe this when you listen to this unfold on this episode where we are fixing Candace Cameron. She has a third name. I didn't know how it was pronounced. You'll hear me discovering You'll that find as out. well. <laughs> it's real exploratory, this episode. This is, yeah. But it's a really good one. So we hope you, uh, everyone, pee your pants. Get ready to buckle up because you're about to hear Dominic and I become unhinged in a way that you've never. Can you imagine we're talking about being unhinged in a 40 minute chat about Candace fucking Cameron? That's what the world is. (laughs) All right. Well, here we go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, it's the holiday season, and so I need a Hallmark movie expert to come on and talk about the person we're fixing today. She's one of the cookies. She's a great friend. We just had the best time in Las Vegas together at BravoCon. Her name is Katie Rosen. She is one of my nearest and dearest now, and she is also another person who was the first guest at Dos Caminos Park Avenue. I don't think I've said this story on the podcast yet. <laughs> I'm going to say it. We will explain it to Dominic because it is something I'm clapping that he- for her. Oh, I know the Dos Caminos story. I know it. I've seen the photos. I'm clapping for her and for that story. You should you should tell it. Katie, welcome. Uh this story is it's like Krista Rosa Cannon, basically. Like this is if you <laughs> if you need to know three stories about him, this is one of the stories. Listeners, hit record. Katie, <laughs> <laughs> how do we even start? How do we even start the, the Okay, it's the first time we were meeting in person. The very first time. And you were coming into like Grant's no. You, yeah, Grand Central. You're like I met you at the Banana Republic beside Grand Central Station. Correct. It's for for those of you unaware, Grand Central. We're in New York City in the year 2023. Correct. Yes. Correct. Story. Okay. We're like we're so hungry. Let's go to a restaurant that's right around the corner. Like we'll just walk and find something. We walk, 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 walk. We turn the corner, 
I'm like, oh, there's a Dos Caminos right there. Let's just go there. That'll be easy. They'll have room for us. Like, they're always humongous. We walk in the front door. When I tell you there are 25 people standing at the host stand, am I joking at all, Katie? No, no less than 20. 25 employees Employees. standing at the host stand. Well, as as we came to discover. Yes. As we, we walk in the front door, every single one of them turns around and just gives us the blankest stare known to man. We're like, hello? And then they kind of like, we just do this standoffish thing where I'm like, are you open? And everyone kind of is just like moving in slow motion to try to figure out like what to do with us. And we are- And one person was like, you got to come back in half an hour. We're not open yet. And then another person chimes in and is like, no, like we're open. We can take you. We can see you right now. We come to realize that we are the absolute first customers <laughs> of this Dos Caminos location <laughs> that is having their grand opening in 30 minutes. <laughs> no. But you jumped the gun and got there earlier and they didn't know. The door was us. open. The door was open. It was not our fault. And we were like, huh? like we are <laughs> thrown and shocked. We're like walking through the restaurant, like absolute zombies. Like we are looking around. There like, was too much attention. Huh? On us. We, of course. No one else is there. And 75 people are taking our order and like making sure that we have water. Like it was the funniest shit of my life. And the whole time uh, we were there, we were like, well, we hope these margaritas are good. Cause these are like the first ones that are ever going to make. So like, we hope that they have the kinks out by now. <laughs> and we didn't stop laughing about it. For weeks, and also we obviously got a photo of ourselves on the Dos Caminos Instagram page saying our first guest. Of course. Was the meal free? No. No. They gave us free shots. Okay. One round. Yes. Do you remember what the shots were? I'm trying to gauge... We should have gotten a free meal, is what should have happened. You should have gotten a free meal, yeah. But... I will never eat at Dos Caminos again because of this. (laughs) But There's quite it. a few Dos Caminosos in the city, are there not now? Yes, correct. Hence why I was like, oh, obviously this is like an institution of New York City. We can just like go there and get tacos and it'll be easy. Little did we know we were going to walk in and it'd be like an absolute, no one knew what to do with us. Yeah, we were hoping for just like an easy in and out, very quick food kind of meal and it became a production. A yeah. full production, a full on production, one that Dominic Pupa would be proud to to see. Well, sure. I mean, I, Chris and I, although we are years apart in age, we do suffer from the same affliction that <laughs> when we walk into an establishment, the bare minimum of what you're getting is uh, a two act play uh, with both <laughs> tears and laughs. It just doesn't. That's what happens. It's comedy and gift. comedy and tragedy. Yeah, it's it's always <laughs> mostly tragedy. <laughs> Speaking of tragedy, let's affix <laughs> our gaze <laughs> to this week's fixie, Candace Cameron Bure. She, of course, of Full House fame, subsequently The View. Uh, I think that's where two generations will know her from, or just the one generation that gives a shit about her that's following her here. And then, of course, we have, in a word, Hallmark, which we will deal with later. But first, 
to quote Julie Chen. Yeah, but I, first, I, <laughs> we will have Katie and Chris guess Candace's middle name. And the only hint I'm going to give you is that it is as annoying as she is. I, I was... can't participate because I know it. Oh. Why were you at her baby naming? Who are you, Katie? <laughs> Who are you? Are you I'm... a spy sent by the no, Camerons? I spend so much time on the internet. So, I you know, so Chris it. is flying solo today, okay? Uh, yeah. I was going to Google it and pretend like I didn't know, but I, then I forgot to do Christopher it. Michael DeRosa. I, I may never do this again now. Now I feel like you're lying <laughs> oh, every no. time. No, I, no, no, no. I was going to do it once and then tell you. <laughs> I, okay. It's just as Get, annoying as she is. Yeah. And you'll know why I'm saying that when you hear what it is. Is it? I want to say that it's. Well, let me give you some, just a little context, not clues. Okay. She was born in 1976 in Panorama City, Los Angeles, California. Oh, Lord in heaven. To Robert and Barbara Cameron, unless, of course, she is pronouncing it the more provincial Barbara. I do not know. I have no source. <laughs> I, I will tell you that Barbara is also my mother's name. So Candace and I have that in common only. Um, I want to say that it's Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I want it to be that. So yes, Candace Xanadu Cameron Bure. No, this one's middle name is Helene, but it's no. spelled H-E-L-A. I N E Candace Helene Cameron. Oh Lord in heaven. I love that we spend at least 19 minutes on this I every know. week. I could spend <laughs> another 19 and on we it. leave it in every clues. time. I always think Dominic's going to cut this out of the show and then you never do. And it's so no, I fucking love, I love it. the middle name section. It's a hallmark of the show, if you will. Well, what I love, yes, bitch. <laughs> what I love about it is that the people who come on really don't. I believe our guests do not cheat. They no. want to participate no. in the game. No one has cheated yet. Not at all. And not I, Katie, myself. you have my admiration that you came clean because the truth is, I would, I, I would have just pretended. You can't. You can't just pretend to have guessed Helene. Maybe no. you could particularly when she's spelling it wrong. Yes, yeah. particularly the misspelled version of it. I mean, Where to begin with Candace Cameron Bure? She, I think it's Bure. Is it really? I think so. Like the like the dessert. Well, not anymore. Guess Bure. what? Guess what? Not anymore. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Bure now. <laughs> okay, great. I, in all seriousness, I thought that it was pronounced Bure. I guess they never announced her name on the View. They just like let them all walk out. You're supposed to read it <laughs> in the theme. Um, they don't say anyone's last names. Uh, I she for me suffers from Rudy Giuliani syndrome, which was there was like a moment in her life when she could have just written the ticket for anything, just like Rudy Giuliani. He was he was America's sweetheart. Even after cheating on his wife, he was still America's sweetheart. Candace Cameron was still America's sweetheart, even after we knew that Kirk Cameron was a pile of shit. We still loved Candace Cameron. And then she went on The View and it was sort of like, oh, <laughs> you too are a steaming mound of a fecal matter, ain't ya, Candace? 
Okay, I have something. To, I have something to confess. What? I had no idea that she was Kirk Cameron's child. No sister. Sister, Chris. Sister. Wait, what? <laughs> Chris, this is what I'm gonna go do. Wait, how old I'm do you think go, Kirk Cameron I don't is? No, guys, I don't know. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is we we are a pop culture podcast, and what I'm gonna do is, guys, I'm tired. I'm gonna buy a gun and I'm gonna come over there and I'm gonna, <laughs> shoot me in the I'm face. Do a murder suicide. I'm gonna kill you and then kill myself. Do we have to put up a card? No, we're, I'm joking. Suicide. Please don't commit suicide. Please don't even buy a gun. I'm not going to kill Chris. But also, I can see you googling from okay, here. Okay, I'm and- thinking of Kirk Cameron as someone else, <laughs> guys. I'm so confused. Right, Kirk, do you Cameron? think Kirk, Kirk Cameron is? Oh, I'm thinking of Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Have you I, lost I, your mind? Guys, I'm what out of control. What is wrong with you? Guys, I don't know. I want know. you to resign right now from this podcast. <laughs> I don't for the know. First, listeners, for the first time in history, a member of the human species has mistaken Kirk Douglas for Kirk Cameron or vice versa. Guys, this is the greatest moment in the history of this, this, this I'm podcast. I'm sorry. Guys, I'm sorry. No, but imagine my surprise when I thought that Candace Cameron was Kirk Douglas's child. <laughs> well, yeah, that would surprise <laughs> me yeah. too. That's um, a point. Okay, so you're just finding okay, out. Okay, we're moving now, right along from this. I can't deal do, with it anymore. So, <laughs> but so, do you know who Kirk Cameron is from Growing yeah, Pains? Like, yes, yes. Okay, and you know he's like a right wing crazy yeah, Christian. Yeah, all, right. I'm, I'm up to speed now. So you know that Candace, I mean, that's all. So you thought that Candace Cameron was just like a star in her own right. From, from being DJ Tanner. Full House. Yes, yeah. correct. I mean, which she is. Like, she didn't really need Kirk's coattails. And God no. knows after Growing Pains, he just, like, went away. I mean, he and his wife, I think they have they have 33 children, from, from what I'm aware. 30, it's just, ugh. Let okay. me look that it up. 37. Right. 37 children. Oh, there's a picture of her uterus on the internet. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Woo. Okay, anyway. Her trouble started really when she went on to The View. As often happens, and we've discussed yeah, this well, yeah. so often, you know, when you're hosting some, when you're, when you're an actor, you should probably stay an actor because most actors don't know how to be themselves. And well, it and is just, no, and she it, ruined it. She was America's sweetheart. And then we found out that she was a little bit dicey, like conservative. Fine. I could, I could almost give it a pass. I can't. Well, uh, and also like, that's what, that's what the view is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's always right. a role. For, yeah. Like, that's what the right. deal is. But you just didn't think that someone from Full House would pop on there and start destroying childhoods by saying that she wasn't going to be part of the Hallmark Channel anymore because they were showing some gay-leaning films now as part of their Christmas lineup. And she couldn't be a part of it. More than any of this, what I don't like is when a child star is like, let me tell you about life. And it's like... No, 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 no. You don't know what life is. You've lived in a fantasy world your entire life. Your life, which is probably harrowing and dark since Bob Saget was like an absolute menace to society and was playing America's dad on the, on, that was what your life was. So not only should you like seek help. (laughs) What is happening? Why are you coming for Bob Saget? What did he do? (laughs) 
Dominic. D- D- you're like rolling your eyes. You didn't know who Kirk Cameron was. Don't you dare Dominic, roll those peepers at he me, Chris. Was like a like. He was. Did he so, rape somebody? Is everyone no, raping someone? I'm just saying he was like an alcoholic drug addict and was like right. the filthiest person alive. Well, yeah, but that doesn't make him a bad person. Did I'm, he ever? Did he? No, did he? I'm saying put his finger in Candace Cameron Bure's bottle. <laughs> you can't even say it. You can't even say it. I wanted to say butthole with an accent as well. I wanted to say butthole. butthole. God. What I am saying is that we've like, also not let Katie speak not one, one time. word. I'm just like it's like I'm listening to the podcast. No, but you need to jump in because we'll never let you talk. I I mean my I will say my CCB exposure was mostly hallmark after full house Stop. i was not no, a no, view no, watcher we but we have to pause when we hear some no no now we have to I'm put a big CCB. hallmark we CC. have to put ccb oh. in the glossary no yeah. you're not we're not moving on until we acknowledge that Wait, i have to write it down if, if you all patreon users if you go to the glossary you will find <laughs> that katie has coined i've never heard candace cameron bure described as ccb and that is it from now on in there bravo like swimwear bravo <laughs> i mean thank you she comes up a lot when you talk about hallmark a lot and so it's easy it's just faster yes there's too many she has too many names <laughs> she, i mean yeah. i can't too wait. many names yeah. um so wait so you uh, you arrived at her like with hallmark outside of four yes and she i mean she was in like so many Hallmark Christmas movies. She had 18 Aurora Tea Garden uh, movies and mystery movies. She was a part-time librarian <laughs> who helped solve murders in her small town, of which there were endless, endless murders. I'm hyperventilating. I don't know what, like, the, this information. Her name was I'm... Aurora Tea Garden. I mean, need to yeah. It was like the most like die. successful Dominic's Hallmark series. Dominic's 18 movies. <laughs> um oh until until she left Hallmark for Great American Family, nay Great American Country. Yes, yes. Okay, so she's <sighs> like the starlet of Hallmark. That's what you're telling yes. me. Yes. There she named was Aurora a Aurora Tea Garden and she was like a basically murder she wrote but I on the Hallmark channel. I'll never be over this. Yes. I'll okay. never be over it. There was even a list that came out this year of like the 25 best Hallmark Christmas movies ever made. And half of the list was Candace Cameron Bure movies, even though she's like officially cut like ties X-Men, with the network. Yeah. yeah. She's exclusively GAC family now. GAC. Which is great American country. <laughs> yeah. CCB's that one I've heard. <laughs> yeah. CCB's, CCB's all about GAC. Yeah. yeah. I can't. I'm dead. Um, and she's there. She's there. She's chief content officer, promoting traditional families, faith-based stories, a lot of military propaganda. What is a chief content officer exactly? Is it someone I mean, who looks at TikToks say. and says, the, I like yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's the rat That's a great czar. meme. She's the rat czar of GAC. <laughs> She holds uh, she holds seminar she holds seminar zooms at work about whether or not it's pronounced GIF or GIF. That's yeah, what she yeah. does. Chief content <laughs> officer. And she her Hallmark first Hallmark not- Christmas movie was two thousand and eight. She was doing Hallmark movies for like twelve years. 
and I fear that all I'm going to do is stay up overnight watching Aurora Tea Garden. (laughs) And honestly, you should. They're absolutely insane and incredible to watch. I've never heard of this before. I I truly have not. (laughs) Why would you have? Why would you have? (laughs) The amount of new information Chris and I are drinking in (laughs) is all because of Candace Cameron. This is this is why I'm here. <laughs> okay, Katie, explain the allure of a Hallmark movie. You have done this to me on the internet before, so like why do you like them? Okay, some people like to rewatch shows for comfort. It's just like something on in the background that you know you feel yeah. comfortable with it. Okay. It's cozy. Friends. For is me, this for a home Yes. For me, Hallmark movies are that because I like watching something new, but also every single one is the same. There's like eight plots, seven different character profiles. It's a mix and match. Every movie is going to be the same. You know how they're going to go. It's extremely comforting. Very cozy. Yeah, like zero zero curveballs. Yeah, there's like – and when there is a curveball, it's like very exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, oh my God, like what, like if they kiss halfway through the movie instead of just at the end, oh, I'm on the floor. Got it. Yeah. Well, when Candace left uh, the Hallmark Channel, this is what she had to say about it. She told the Wall Street Journal at the end of 2022 that she left Hallmark because it was a completely different network than when I started. And that I wanted to, quote, tell stories that have more meaning and purpose and depth behind them. Well, because, I mean, I can see that that's the brand, isn't it? When you think purpose, meaning, and depth, you or your mind automatically goes towards Candace Cameron Bure. (laughs) What's tough about the great American family, great American country movies, Uh, is that they're much, much worse than Hallmark movies. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. And... Like, one would think that, like, where do you go? Like, how? How could they be worse? But they've figured it out, and they've nailed it. And then also there's, like, no interracial couples, not nary a gay character in sight. Right. Which there, is why she because, left, really, right? Like, she objected yeah, to Hallmark, in, in, including queer stories on the channel. Yeah, there was a controversy because the CEO of Hallmark, they had run an ad featuring a lesbian couple they got pushback, so they pulled the ad, and then they got more pushback for pulling the ad, and that's when the CEO left, and he went to Great American Country, and then a bunch of people followed him. It was basically all the stars who were like, yeah, Hallmark is too progressive. They're breaking down too many barriers yeah, like right. no in thing. our Christmas right. content. Yeah. Yes. Right. We're following this guy to this guy and Candace Cameron Bray, who I think led the charge over to... Which I'm not Um, gonna lie, for her is a smart business move. For her to be like, I'm also done with this. Let me go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not for nothing. Yeah, she gets to like kind of be in charge over there. Right. And then a bunch of people signed exclusive contracts, and that was a big controversy because it was like, who is signing the exclusive contracts? And then there's all the other people who are like, we're not leaving because we support the LGBTQIA plus community. And so therefore we're not going that way. This is like, so if the, there was like a divide yeah. in the cast. This is like a Marvel versus DC at this point. Like they're like, will the Avengers split up to like move over to the justice league? Like that's what's 
right? Yeah, if one had like really bad politics, and that was why the divide happened. <laughs> right. I want to. Um, I don't like her, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, my I, I couldn't research, guess why, Dominic. <laughs> well, it's not even. You know what? If she hates gay people, you know what? Most of the time, I hate gay people, so I'm sort of with <laughs> you, Candace. But, but. The ultimate sin really is that she's written four books. One of them is a New York Times bestseller. The, if the titles of these books don't make you hate Candace Cameron Bure, you will never hate this woman. You might as well just hang her on a cross in your house, put her over your fireplace. Here are the books. The first book is called Reshaping It All, colon, Motivation for Physical and Spiritual Fitness. Dear God in heaven. It's a long one. The next book is called Balancing It All, colon, My Story of Juggling Priorities and Purpose. Okay. That's going to be- I'm already Googling closest weapon shops to my house (laughs) now, and I have two books to go. Are we ready? Book number three, Dancing Through Life, colon, (laughs) Steps of Courage and Conviction. Wait, when did that one come out? That was August 2015. Okay, so she was on Dancing with the Stars in 2014. Mm-hmm. Which there's is a, when Juggling a Priorities mem- and Purpose came out. There's like a memoir trope of people talking about how Dancing with the Stars changed like them. saved their lives yeah. and changed their careers. And I feel like she she did it but a whole book. She did a whole book about she it. She did a whole wow. book about it. Would you oh, like to God. know that the for the title of the fourth book is probably I, wait, the most egregious? Okay. Before we go on, I need you to know that Dancing Through Life is literally, literally, excuse me, a song from Wicked. Yes. Oh, wow. So not only did she steal that title from the <laughs> largest entity that the that NBC Universal owns, but <laughs> book number four, Kind is the new classy. Colon. How dare the, she? The, <laughs> the colons the power, are not allowed. The power of living graciously. Kind is I the new classic, the power of living graciously. I feel like we should do a poll on the Instagram page. Which of these book titles makes you want to commit <laughs> random crime more? It's For so- me, it's it's... Kind is the new classic. Yeah, that's the way. I love that you I had an answer so much. to it. God yeah. bless you. That's I agree. It, by a mile, it's the worst one. By a mile. <laughs> that really fills me with a, like a really specific type of rage. You know? Um, I don't she know. She doesn't know how to be kind. Well, no. and also like, guess what, what being kind is? Like allowing <laughs> other people to exist. Do you know what I mean? Like that's kindness. She does love to say that she, oh, she loves all people. She just well, doesn't think their stories need to be told. I yeah, lives matter. Oh, I didn't know this. Her daughter competed in season 11 of The Voice at the age of 18. Oh, don't care. <laughs> also didn't know that her husband was a Russian. He's a Russian. I knew he was in the NHL, but I didn't know that he was a Russian hockey player. Wasn't there a controversy where he had she had posted a photo of him touching her boob outside the shirt or something and there was like what her maniac followers were like why are you giving him I, a that hand does job sound with your boob? that does sound familiar okay, like she had to discuss that like her and her husband have a sexual relationship or something like it was 
Oh yeah, there's a picture where he's has his arm around her, but instead of it being like here, he has it here, and it's like grabbing one of her boobs, like so a husband whole, would do to a wife. His whole palm right. is on her breast. I do, I do remember this. I mean, when I look at the photo, I am like, why is he grabbing her breast in this photo? But <laughs> I'm not moved to rage about it, like her followers. Right. There was, I was looking at her Instagram page um, yesterday, and she has a video where she asks a bunch of the, um, like, GAC uh, actors <laughs> what they want for Christmas. Oh, God. And <laughs> what did they say? The, all of the comments underneath it are like, all I want for Christmas is for everyone to know Christ. So no. <laughs> well, that's what her followers are like. Well, he's everywhere. If you're wondering why they're mad about her husband touching her boob. I think that she should write book number five about the backlash of the thing. Of the <laughs> With boob. boob. The boob it should be called Accidental Slut. Colon. <laughs> <laughs> how, how to not, journey be, how to not go to internet. hell. <laughs> How to not go to hell when your husband touches you. <laughs> Accidental slut. <laughs> Colon, the titty grab authorized by Christ. <laughs> She's the Mary Magdalene of great we, American. Okay. Here's the thing. What's the C Do stand we... for? The C stands for country. I think it's Great American yeah. Family now. I think they rebranded, but GAC is better to say. Right. Than GAF. It also sounds <laughs> Yeah, than GAF. Yeah. It it sounds like what it the programming probably yeah, is. Yeah, like. yeah, 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 yeah. Gacky. This is the thing. <laughs> like, do we believe that she believes all this stuff? Like, do we think this is real or do do, do we think that she's doing this because it'll get her fame? No, I think it's real. I think, I think they have a Christian real. family. Really? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. her brother's like uh, her brother's Kirk Douglas. Very so, yeah. intense. Right. Yeah, her brother's her brother <laughs> Kirk is Kirk Douglas. Douglas. Her mother had children when she was eighteen and one hundred and four. That's how they're gonna edit her Wikipedia page today. I have not been embarrassed of anything that I said on this podcast <laughs> until today. Are you going to text me at two in the morning and say, do I look too stupid? Should we take this out of the No, podcast? I don't care. I it's, sometimes it, think it about is embarrassing. things that I say. It is embarrassing, um, but I'm leaving it in. Anyway. So, yeah, I mean, for her, really, it is like she has, she has uh, Christianized herself so much to the public that her actual husband grazing her breast in a photo caused – an outrage. So she has done this. She has made this yeah, no, for herself. Right. So she's definitely sort of, as all celebrities are really, they're just, there's nothing she can do. Like she's built a brand and because of that, and everyone she, hates it. And she's got to, <laughs> and she's got to stick with it. That's the other she, thing. Yeah, like, even if it means she has to have a feud with Jojo Siwa. Oh you know? yes. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Wait, That's another did, recent peak. What happened uh, with Jojo Siwa? Okay, it started because I think JoJo Siwa posted about CCB being rude to her on a red carpet when she was 11, and she wouldn't take a picture. I'm going to leave the room. And then... Wait, and then, wait, wait, wait. CCB was like, I won't take a picture with you, you 11-year-old child? Yes, but then took pictures with other children. And so this was like a formative moment for her. And because then, she was nervous that 
JoJo Siwa was too famous. And this was a it's big impo- story. Oh, no, it's impossible year, to know. By the way, this was a big story. It was last because, year, right? Yeah, because right. so that's how it started. And then there was an apology. And then CCB apologized. And then there was a lot of back and forth. And then it's like, okay, they've come to an understanding and it's fine. And then JoJo Siwa came out again and was like, it sucks that you won't, you've like specifically said you'll never make a movie about LGBTQ plus A people because that's it's a whole community you're being rude to basically and then they feuded again so oh, here's Lord. what i think happened here's what the real story is i think candace cameron bure made jojo siwa gay and that jojo siwa <laughs> knows that that's what cameron's that's what candace's powers are her god-given powers are every wouldn't that be a great power everyone you're rude to becomes homosexual that's her that's candace's power what i wonder why i wonder why she didn't take photos with her like i want to know that now is it because well, jojo like, siwa yeah. wasn't anyone at the time i mean she was just a kid no but was she, she was on dance moms yeah she was someone she was you didn't know who kirk cameron was 10 minutes no. ago stop <laughs> yelling at me no but i'm telling you that jessalyn siwa <laughs> Jessalyn's Jessalyn C was your daughter favorite person alive was like trotting her daughter out for the world to see. So she was someone. So I'm unfamiliar with the circumstance. Like I'm in my in my head, it's like she's at a meet and greet, and Candace was just like, whatever. You're just another brat that I have I to think like. They were like I have to rob. Both on a red carpet together. Got it. Or something. Oh, and she's like, this girl's trash because she's on Dance Moms. Oh, because jo- JoJo Siwa was probably passing hors d'oeuvres on that red carpet. Are we sure she was there for Dance <laughs> Moms? Abby probably was making her like a- be in a pyramid she's- for them to perform on the red carpet. Bring these Abby potato was- puffs to the full house, lady. <laughs> yeah. I think CCB said her position was she didn't remember this. No, so. of, cor- of course that's what she's going to say. So... I Jesus. swear to you, every time you say CCB, I think I'm going to I'm gonna poop in my pants. I, I mean it. I start to laugh in a way that I'm trying to hold it in because it is so – it makes her much, much cooler. Like, it, that's what's making me mad. Oh. And I want to say one thing, too, and I know this isn't supposed to matter in the world, but I'm the person that talks about people's physical appearances. She is – She's beautiful. She has like a perfectly symmetrical face. She's gorgeous. And like with the right, if she were just hanging around the right people, she would be, she'd be, she'd be really cool. Her and Kirk Cameron would have been. Kirk is long gone. I think Candace should leave her family and just follow the accidental slut storyline that we're making up for. She should take that boob grab and turn it into a whole line of work. Well, the first article when you Google Candace Cameron boob pick is from obviously our paper of note people.com and it says Candace Cameron Bure reflects on backlash to Hansy husband picture. I can't. That Hansy the husband. title of that article is almost as long as the title of one of her books. They must yeah, have been almost keyword almost. Okay, wait, but now I want to see the lifetime movie called The Hansy Husband. Right? <laughs> she should star in it. Yeah. Accidental slut, colon. <laughs> the booby backlash the boob, that the... made me question Christ by Candace <laughs> Helene Cameron Bure. <laughs> the, all of that will have to wrap around to the back cover. <laughs> yeah. It's too much, even if it's in small type. 
I, Katie, I'm so happy you brought up the boob thing because I I cannot believe you brought you up the boob thing. I did. Oh, did I? <laughs> no, no, the jo- God Almighty, I'm stoned. The JoJo Siwa thing. Oh yes, because that that's like the biggest. Like I can't believe we didn't lead with that. It's it's the most recent infraction. Well, no, the most recent infraction is that this summer, what? um, Jody Sweeten was like publicly very upset that she made she made uh like a made for TV movie and it got sold to Great American Family instead of being picked up by like Hallmark or something and she was like publicly very upset about it. Oh because she hates yeah. Candace Cameron Bure. Because she Helene. hates Great American Family. She and hates the brand. That's yeah. yeah. Wow. So I didn't realize this. So really there's a whole like Candace and Jody are probably not friends anymore because of all of this nonsense. I am curious to know the state of their well, relationship. And it's like, this is the thing is when you go so hard like that in the press about something that's like, especially as celebrities, you have to be right. very delicate with. Imagine them all being on the same shit. Like, remember, like when Fuller House was on and she's saying this shit, they're probably like, will you shut the fuck up? Because now every single oh, wait. like interview that I do, they ask me about you. I also took a screenshot of something that came out about Fuller House. Um, okay, did you watch Glamorous on Netflix with oh, Kim Cattrall? No. Okay, so Miss Benny, who is the star of Glamorous, was also apparently on Fuller House, which I did not watch. Right. And in July 2023, Fuller House actress Miss Benny indirectly accused Bure of attempting to remove Benny's character from the script of the show due to her character's queer identity. After facing online backlash, Bure denied the claims. So, also, so she's just out here like being a mess. She yeah. is in these streets taking backlash like punches. It's yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, one after the other, taking it like boob grabs from her. There husband. is no, there is not a, there's not a Googleable story about Candace Cameron Bure that doesn't involve backlash. Everything she does is lashed back. What is it about CCB? What is it? <laughs> that that was so hard for you to say. <laughs> it's so my first time. A, it felt good though. It, no, it sounded good. This. <laughs> I mean, so what to do is really the question. A tough one. And I joked before we started rolling that there were, you know, we have a no fly list of people who are too terrible to fix, which many people think we crossed the line with Lena Dunham. I told a couple, a couple of other people have been like, why would you fix her? Oh, really? Which is interesting. Yeah. But there are people who are accused of sexual assault on the list who are, I think are more deserving to be here than Candace Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's just slam. Yeah, I just don't. I'm an old gay man. So when you start that shit, I'm like, bitch, bye. Very, I get a little single issue about it. So I'm struggling right now with how I'm going to fix it because I'm committed to what this firm was established to do is, you know, if should we I gave- have, sorry, I was going to say, should I, I could get things started with um, my, one of my friends today proposed a pitch for how to, how to get CCB back on track. I'd love to hear that. Um, she, that she just needs one lesbian to go down on her one time and provide her with a real orgasm. And then I have someone in mind for it. I automatically, I automatically know the lesbian. No, (laughs) (laughs) how dare you? 
How dare you? Dominic, that was way, stop. It was way too easy. How could I not? How could I not? Candace Cameron, Helene, CCB, Aurora (laughs) Tea Garden, Bure, Burr, as Dominic would call it. I really thought it was Bure. I really did. (laughs) I I know. That's understandable. This is the thing. Everyone should not be telling every story. I don't want Candace Cameron in charge of queer stories. I don't want that. She doesn't want that. The reason we have stereotyped roles and like one dimensional gay characters is because people that have absolutely no idea what the queer experience is are writing them. For this reason, I want Candace Cameron to show us exactly why she doesn't have any gay characters. In the next entire season of, what is it, GAC? Right? Yeah. Well, that's the network, yes. GAC programming. There will be one queer character in every single movie that is made. And that character is going to be the villain. That character is going to be absolutely monstrous. They are going to be so offensively stereotypical and horrible that we are going to go why the fuck were we asking her to do this why are we having her include these people these people should not be included in these stories period done no justice will come of telling their stories on this fucking bullshit ass network that no one fucking cares about she is going to have a gay character in every single thing be the absolute villain and make us regret ever asking her to tell queer stories because I don't think that she should be doing it. Because what the fuck does she have to say about a queer love story? Nothing. As the chief content officer, right? CCB's the CCO. She... <laughs> what the fuck does she have to say? She didn't even want a queer character to be on the same show as her, let alone run a network that has a queer person in it. So she's going to make us regret asking her to tell queer stories. And in in the process make us realize that she shouldn't be telling queer stories because I don't think that she should be and that is my pitch wow (sighs) Candace Helene Cameron Bure (laughs) C-H-C-B new glossary term (laughs) writing that down writing that down (laughs) C-C-B this is I I don't I don't think you're going to be changeable in the ways that I need you to be changeable. I, I don't, you know, I do agree with Chris a little bit about like, this isn't, this is who you are. And I'm almost not, not interested in, in having you change. So this is, this is, I don't, I'm not copping out cause I want to fix you by just having you leave us alone once and for all. So what I want is for you to consent to a new Netflix series called Fullest house (laughs) (laughs) where Kimmy Gibbler off camera rebuffs DJ Tanner's lesbian advances. You heard me. All you need to do is give consent. Maybe you don't even need to give consent. You don't own the character. Fullest house is going to be about DJ in silhouette, possibly in the cold open of episode one, trying to get with Kimmy Gibbler, who responds by killing her. 
They don't tell the police. A la Paris is burning. They mummify DJ and put her in a trunk in the house and just carry on with their lives with this dead body in the house. And they just call it fullest house. And the real kicker is going to be that Kimmy Gibbler will turn out to be gay. She just didn't think that DJ was attractive. <laughs> and it's just a series of oh, God, Kimmy Gibbler's character having lesbian sex with a rotating group of co-stars on a bed that, that is above DJ Tanner's <laughs> corpse. That's where we're keeping it. Because fuck this lady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm thrilled to have trashed her for the past 40 minutes, but I don't, I'm not fixing her. She can stay, she can stay where she is. Fullest house. Fullest house. All right. Fullest house, colon, a bunch of lesbians having sex on CCB's corpse. That'll be the full name of the show. And the accompanying book. These books are burning my balls right now. Speaking of books that need to be banned. <laughs> oh my Katie. gosh. All right, now please. I have to choose. I mean, your pay your payment for coming on here and giving us three <laughs> to four glossary terms is to have to wade through the two muddy circus pitches that we have ever had opposing each other. Okay. Okay. I think selfishly, I want the movies. <laughs> Because I think it might make those gack movies a slightly more watchable. I I love that you're actually going with <laughs> your heart and not what's best for her because fuck her again. Yeah. I think that she should have to do something that she finds very uncomfortable. Fisting. And I... <laughs> I mean, if that's where her heart takes her, then I support it. Um, but I think, the, I think that's where the gay villain in her movie takes yeah. her. Where... <laughs> oh um, my god! And I, I think Chris. Unfortunately, I think Chris wins. Congratulations! For, unfortunately, Chris. for Kimmy Gibbler's sex life, yeah. which would have been congratulations. I, know, Chris I almost win. I almost brought, I did need this one desperately. <laughs> I almost brought up that whole point about how basically like, I don't think that she should be telling the stories of queer. If, if you hate queer people this much, you should absolutely not be telling their stories. Period. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you, we, I don't, I, it, it irks me so much when people are like, why aren't there any gay people in this thing? And it's like, cause these people would never put that person in their movie and we should be making our own versions of it that are gay. Yeah. Not Which is now happening on Hallmark very, very slowly. Yes. But like every other streamer does their own version of a Hallmark movie. They could make a gay one. And they, right. they are, they are all slowly starting to know do what that. I mean. Like that's fine. Another fun conse potential consequence, though, of your pitch is that it would ruin the network. It would absolutely <laughs> drive <laughs> the into financial ruin, and they'd That's have a to fun shut down. Consequence. No, but what? Yeah, if they'd be, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like they'd be like happy because they're like, look at how horrible gay people are. They're so mean. To no, gay. they don't want to see a gay person at oh, all. They just don't want to see it. 
Yeah. See something, don't. Like, don't see something, say something. If it's in every movie for a whole year, the network's done. Oh, really? And that would be great. We don't need it. All right, well, (laughs) that's that. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for choosing. You're welcome. Candace Cameron Bure. Um, Katie, thank you so much. This has been like a mildly psychedelic version. We have a lot of, Dominic and I have a lot of paperwork to do after this episode. (laughs) We have a lot of paperwork to do. We have to write some terms in the glossary. We have (laughs) to, to we have a lot to do. Thank you for having me. Katie, tell us where we can find you. Um, I'm on Instagram at crozy 23. Um, that's the only place to look for me, but you don't also, you know, no one needs to find me. You can find her shrimp nails on her Instagram. She puts a lot of crustaceans on her nails and it's really great. Yeah. A lot of, it's a lot of nail art, bisexual lighting, color schemes. Oh, that's kind of the, that's kind of the vibe of my Instagram. But if it, if you're meant to find it, it'll find you. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Much like can't CCB's books. Dominic, I mean, you can find, find them because the titles can be seen from, <laughs> from, from space because <laughs> they wrap around the Earth's equator three times. I like to have a colon on the front of all of my books as a way to taunt homosexuals. <laughs> Hi, I'm Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> colon, colon, colon. <laughs> Feeling particularly idiotic. Thank you. Chris, I know what you're going to ask me because I have that gift. I can be found at my website at domentary.com or on social media at Dominic Pupa, and my holiday show opens in Chicago this Friday, December 1st. Please go to my website to get tickets for that or the other stops on the tour. Christopher Michael DeRosa, who now knows the difference between Kirk Cameron (laughs) and Kirk Douglas. Where can the people find you? You can find me at the Chris DeRosa. You can find the show at Fixing Famous People. Um, sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com slash fixing famous people. Buy the holiday candles. Yes. The link in our bio. We'll be putting that everywhere very, very soon. Um, they smell great. I'm burning one right now. Write a review and let us know who you want us to fix next. And as always, I wish you both well. And where's Shelly? Goodbye. Okay. Uh, as soon as we get off of the microphone. <laughs> Katie is like, say what you said. Um, I have three middle names. How have you waited this long <laughs> to tell us? We I'm already sorry. wears Shellied. This is, th- well, you know what? I'm this so- is your moment. You have to tell the whole story now. Everyone thought they were about to get out of their cars <laughs> and go into work or go into the gym or get in the shower, but they're going to stay here now for the next minute and hear the story of Katie's trois middle names. Wait, can I guess them? Yes. <gasps> Katie Candace Cameron Pure. <laughs> Wait, how um, do you have three middle names? How have we never talked about this? Everyone in my family when I was born got to pick a name for me. So okay. my mom picked Caitlin, then my dad picked Hillary. Okay. Uh, after his cousin, who's my godfather's ex-girlfriend, who he really liked. And then um, my brother picked Amanda because it was a girl at school he had a crush on. And my sister picked Melanie because 
it was like an older girl in her class that she thought was cool. Okay. And so if you'll notice, my middle initials spell ham, which is another fun thing about me that I had to deal with when I got my first driver's license. Um, so my license says Caitlin Hillary A.M. Rosen. Oh. So it is your government. Your government. It's my full government name. It doesn't always fit. Like when I'm trying to buy a plane ticket, because it's like it's on my passport. Oh my god! The whole thing. That is even better than having the three middle names. <laughs> the inconvenience is such a clincher. Yeah, my first name doesn't yeah. fit, isn't on any of my license. Like, isn't on my driver's license. It just says C. Michael DeRosa. No, it's C. It's because Christopher's thirteen letters, and you're only allowed twelve. <gasps> so all my all my credit cards, everything, it usually says Christophe and no R at the end. Christophe, Christophe, or, really or it'll Christophe. be Christophe, or it just says Christophe, which oh, then people think it's oh my gosh, it's not. That's excellent. Well, you don't like that? No, it's like annoying because people are like, "Oh, your name's Christophe." I thought it was Christopher, and I'm like, "It is Christopher." <laughs> um. Anyway, that anyway. the fact that you did not hit us with the fact that you have three more <laughs> names at the top is a crime. I, mean, it, I was like easing in. I'm sorry, I was easing in to being a guest Wh- on the podcast. Why? I don't while. know. Really, it's not even necessary. No one eases in here. They just come in with their whole ass out with their husband's hands on their tits, just like everybody. <laughs> or their butthole. <laughs> what did you think that she did? Like she grabbed Jojo Siwa's butthole or what was it? I, I can't remember. I'm sure it was something very intelligent. <laughs> you were going to say butthole way. I know. I wanted to say buree, but, but I, yeah, I didn't know what how I was going to do it. But I was going to. We're sick. We're sick fucks. Okay. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.